What's going on, family? I'm not sure if it's because of the pandemic, but, you know, there's been this talk about the great resignation and, you know, people not being satisfied with their jobs. And now I've noticed that there's so many people who are looking to live the dream. They're looking to leave uh, the mundane behind. They're looking to leave the struggle um, behind. And so I see aspiring musicians who are looking for that big break. And so they're releasing content online so that they can catch somebody's air. Then there are the entrepreneurs who are just grinding on a daily basis to increase sales and move away from a nine to five. I yet see others who are working hard on the court or the field with the goal of reaching professional status in the NBA or the NFL. Still, there are others that are getting those college classes completed in order to one day take the world by storm. Then there are others who are going into the military to secure a stable future. Then there's some like me who've started podcasts or they've written ebooks, become nail or eyelash technicians. And all these folks are looking to come up and I commend each and every one of them uh, because they want to do better. They want to be better. They want to work hard to achieve more. But there's a caution there. Because there's a hidden danger that goes along with actually achieving success. And that danger is forgetting where we came from and who helped us get there. And so Trifling One's family, I'm asking you to stay tuned. Because we're going to take a look in the book of Deuteronomy as we talk about, am I ready for the big time? Coming up next on The Trifling Ones. Okay, so let's get into this. Deuteronomy 31.20 says this. When I have brought them into the land flowing with milk and honey, the land I promised on oath to their ancestors, and when they eat their fill and they thrive, they will turn to other gods and worship them, rejecting me and breaking my covenant. And so here God is literally saying, I'm going to bless them. I'm going to take them into the land that I promised them. They're going to finally get in. They're going to finally arrive. But when they do, they're going to start tripping. They're going to lose their minds and start focusing on other things. And so as a result of God saying this, I've got two questions. And the first is, will he regret the blessings on our lives? Will he regret the blessings on our lives. The text that I just read, Deuteronomy 31, 20, begins with God confirming that he's going to fulfill his promises to us. Decades earlier, um, he told them, he told his people, he said that I'm going to lead you out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. And then he said, I'm going to lead you into a land flowing with milk and honey. And after 40 years, the people are on the cusp of like they're getting ready to enter into the promised land. And so the promise that God made is about to be fulfilled. Much has happened over time. They've lost many people. And now God says, when I have brought them into the land that flows with milk and honey, 
the land that I promised on oath to their ancestors. And when they eat their fill and thrive, meaning when they've gotten full and they've gotten all the blessings and they got what they need. He then says they will turn to other gods with a little G and worship them, rejecting me and breaking my covenant. So he's saying when I bless them, when they're full, when they're thriving, when they get the breakthrough and when I alleviate their confusion, their chaos, the calamity and conflict. They're going to turn to other gods and worship them. In fact, for some of us, the only thing that stands between us and worshiping other gods with a little G is the fulfillment of the promise of God. That's kind of sad because What we're really saying here is that if he's good to us, we might mess around and forget that he was good to us. The question is, again, will he regret the blessings on our lives? We've been waiting for so long for the manifestation of the things that we could see and taste. The things that he told us that we would accomplish, the things that we knew that we could be. But, you know, when you waited a long time and you can't see it anymore, sometimes you falter. But then when he comes through because he's faithful to his word and he's not a man that he should lie, the promise comes. But the question becomes, can you handle it? Are you ready for the big time? See, God already knew that these old trifling folks were going to turn away even before he blessed them. But he still did it. How about us? Does God already know that when he blesses the business that will become too busy for him? Therefore, the business becomes our new God. Or how about that new relationship with that crush? Yeah, that person we've been crushing on for a minute. Yeah, we're finally with him. And then we don't have time to thank him for the person that he gave us. How about that career? When we were looking for a job, we were in a church house to church building every Sunday or we were all into virtual worship. But then when we got the job, we fell off. The medical condition, we were afraid because the diagnosis came back and it didn't look good. And so we were in his face 24-7. And then when the tests come back, And everything looks good. Do we fall off? We were tired of being in an apartment. We were blessed with our own condo or house. Yeah, when we were seeking him for it, we were all in. But then when we got it, we were so caught up in decorating and going to home and decor and and going to all these stores and, and putting up the, the, the paintings on the wall that we forgot to continue to thank him for it. God is faithful. He's proven it time and time again. He's going to do what he said he was going to do. But I ask again, are you ready for the big time? Will he regret the blessings on our lives? That's my first question. But the second question is this. Will we reject the blessings on our lives? Will we reject the blessings on our lives? See, the people of Israel didn't have what I what I call spiritual perseverance. 
You know, in the beginning, everybody shows enthusiasm for God and what he's done. You know, initially, when the Israelites were, uh, or the Hebrews were being released from Egypt, everybody celebrated when Pharaoh released them. That happened in Exodus 12. They, they were all jumping for joy then. Everybody was down for God. But when things started to drag on and not go according to plan, well, then they moved in another direction and they built a golden calf to worship. That can be found in Exodus 32. Yes, yeah, it's, it's tough when we're tired. You know, it's tough when we're trying to do the right thing and the blessings seem so far away. So we fail oftentimes in our spiritual perseverance. But then, when the blessing comes, do we reject the blessings too? You know, for those who may be married, when, when they were blessed with a wife, it was all good, young love. But then, if her libido isn't what it used to be, then do we start looking in another direction? When we were in need of something, we didn't miss going to church or logging into the virtual service. But when our business started booming and we had sales to fill, well, we had to move in a different direction. There's just not enough time. Or then we're just sleeping in late because we're tired. When we were in our own personal wilderness and we said, Lord, if you get me out of this one right here. But then when we can see our way out with the pressures of life being alleviated. Some of us forgot and we found other gods. I don't know about you, but I don't want to I don't want to be that guy or that people. You know, I want to live in all the blessings that he has for me. I don't want the record to reflect that God says I'm going to bless him or I will adorn her. And she will eat and thrive. I will add to her ranks. I will build him up. Her business will grow. He will sow seeds. And they will turn to other gods and break the covenant. So this day, trifling ones, I ask two questions. Will he regret the blessings on our lives? Will God regret that he did what he was going to promise us? And the second question is, will we reject the blessings on our lives? Don't make God regret the fact that he answered our prayers. And do not reject what he's trying to do for us by rejecting him in the midst of those very blessings. Heavenly Father, we come before you now giving you thanks for all that you've done. We thank you for the promises that you've made for those fulfilled and unfulfilled. Lord, we ask right now that you would keep us sharp so that when we achieve, that we would be ready. We pray that when you release the blessings, when you lead us into our personal land of milk and honey, that we don't forget about you. Help us to always be ready to tell somebody else what you've done for us, how you've come through, and how blessed we truly are. I'm asking right now that the record won't reflect that we're like the people of Israel, that we will begin to worship other gods with a little G. Now, Lord, you know what we're dealing with. You know what we're struggling with. We ask that you would move 
in that direction and meet us at our need. I also pray, Heavenly Father, that you would move into the hearts, minds, and homes of every last one of the trifling ones so that we can be better, do better, and fulfill our purpose in and through you. All these things we ask in your Son, Jesus Christ's name, and all of the trifling ones said, Amen. Thank you.